the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening in. Our Heavenly Father provides a model prayer to guide us so that our praise of Him and our requests leave no stones unturned. His model graciously includes, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If we apply the principles of our Savior's model prayer, there is hope for us, for God will supply all our needs, including the strength to resist temptation in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us today. It is critical that we possess a spirit of discernment. Say discernment. A godly person possesses a spirit of discernment. Hebrews 5.14 says, But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those who by reason of use, reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The word of God and the spirit of God gives a godly mother, a godly father, a godly child, a godly sister, a brother, the ability to judge righteously, which is to separate and distinguish between truth and error. And God is calling you today to be a godly mama, a godly daddy, a godly child. And you cannot live up to God's expectations for you until you learn how to distinguish truth from error. And how do you know how to distinguish truth from error? It's by staying in this book. And this book will enhance, stimulate, and encourage your discernment. Because there are a lot of lies in this, in this world system. Uh, lies in commercials, lies in politics, lies on the job, lies in the family. Your children lie. You got husbands and wives who lie. And, but if you got a deserting spirit, the spirit will make you know some things even though you haven't been told by somebody else. They say, how you know? The Lord told me. You can walk so close to God that God reveals things that confound those who wondered how you knew, how you knew it. People always say, you know, Pastor Draper has been all in my room, all in my house. He was looking right at me. I wasn't looking at you. I don't even know you out there. It's the Lord that's looking at you. It's the Lord that's in your house and in that bedroom and in that hotel. It's the Lord that's looking at you when you cussing and fussing. I ain't looking. That's conviction by the Holy Ghost. Number seven, we must refuse the temptation to lose control of our tongue. We all have been tempted to lose control of our tongues. What are the ways that we are tempted to lose control of our tongue? By lying. Husband, you are not ever lie to your wife. And wives, you are not ever lie to your husband. And children, you are not ever lie to your parents. 
Spirit of lying is dangerous. It destroys the trust factor. They say, if, you, you, if, if I can't trust you now to tell the truth, what else can I not trust? Cussing. You got husbands and wives cussing each other out. Brothers and sisters cussing each other out. And then you want to whoop the child for cussing while you cussing while you whooping. Yeah, yeah. Sense of losing control of your tongue, grumbling, name calling. Parents, y'all not ever call your children idiots, stupid, no good, never add up to nothing. Listen, they have enough struggles in the world without coming into that house and have you to demoralize them emotionally. Shame on you. Your children are a gift from God to you and you're going to answer to God as to how you handle them. Some of you need to go back and apologize for the words you said. Words, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell. Some of you still in recovery because of words. Words are hurtful. You're still in recovery because of words. Husband calling wives names. Wives calling husbands names. And, and I don't have to call them. You know those names. Name calling. Put down statements. Teasing. Scorning. Ridicule. Mocking. Dirty gutter talk with the boys. Derogatory speech. Sins of the tongue. Taking the Lord's name in vain. Do you realize you ought not ever say the name Jesus unless you mean it with all your heart? You don't use the Lord's name whimsically, just kind of any kind of way. There ought to be a sense of reverence when you use the name of the Lord. If you don't mean the Lord God Jehovah when when you say it, you ought to have a holy hush by yourself and never say Jesus unless you mean it. To be delivered from an out of control tongue, we must confess the sins of the heart and the tongue because the tongue is just articulating what's on the heart. They say you slipped. You know, you didn't slip. It was, you didn't slip. It came out because it was already there. It was in your heart. Everybody with me turn to Matthew 15 verses 18 through 20. Matthew 15, chapter 15 verses 18 through 20. Matthew chapter 15 verses 18 through 20. Look what it says. When you find it, say amen. Amen. Those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. There it is. You say what you say because it's in you. And they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds, look, evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemy. Verse 20, these are the things which defile a man. Look at James 1.26. Turn to the book of James 1.26. This is Maranatha Bible Church. You say, oh, I'm turning pages. Well, you're supposed to. That's why, amen. You're supposed to. Uh, 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 James 1.26. When you finally say amen. amen. Look what it says. If anyone, say anyone. anyone. Say it again a little bit louder. Say the word is talking to me. Thank you. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, 
but deceives his own heart, this one's religious religion is useless. It's nothing. You tell how you how the holy, 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 how you sing and shout and foam at the mouth. If you can't control your tongue, your religion is worthless. I didn't say that. It's in the Bible. If you haven't torn that page out, it's right there. Number eight, to win the battle over temptation, realize you and I need divine help and we can't do it alone. You can't help. You, just, you can't control your mouth without the Lord. How many of you, I mean, how many of you kept yourself from saying something you really could have said? Man, I tell you, you be, I, a lot of days I say, I sure thank God I'm saved. And if you're not walking in the spirit, you still have flashbacks. Some of y'all had them this morning. <laughs> to win the battle over temptation, realize you and I need divine help and we cannot do it alone. I love what 2 Peter 2, 9a says. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. The Lord knows how to deliver you out, the godly out of temptation. Now, if you're not godly, he's not going to deliver you because you're, you're not of him. But those who know the Lord and really trying to do right, he knows how to deliver you out of temptation. Hebrews 2.18, just jot it down for sake of time. Hebrews 2.18 says, for in that he, Jesus Christ himself, has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid. That word means to help those who are tempted. Jesus said, in other words, Jesus Christ was tempted from every point. He, he, he faced incredible temptation from, from his birth to the cross. And he says, you know what? I know what you're going through because I've been there, but I whooped the devil on his own grounds. <laughs> so if you let me help you, I'll help you so that you won't be victimized when you are tempted. Without the Lord's help, it is impossible to have victory over temptation. You see, you can't have the attitude of saying like, it can't happen to me. I, I, I can handle temptation. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Refuse to allow overconfidence to cause you to think that you can never be overtaken by temptation. This kind of thinking creates a tremendous foothold for Satan to exploit. When you think you got it all together, you think you know what you're doing, you think you, 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 you overconfident, you are finna get a good kicking by the devil. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 says, just jot it down. First Corinthians 10, 12 says, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. You are not so holy that you can't fall. Never say never. All you got to do is get away from the word of God. All you have to do is get away from the church of God. All you have to do is stop praying. All you have to do is stop listening to God, godly counsel. Even though you are a Christian, you can do the most damnable thing because of no word being increased in your life. You say, how did they do that being a Christian? They got away from God. They not got away from his word. They don't, they didn't, they, 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 they didn't take heed. Uh, Ephesians 4.27 says, 
nor give place to the devil. The best way you can give place to the devil is through overconfidence. Say overconfidence. Overconfidence. Number nine. Last, last but not the least. Number nine. We can best handle temptation if we would only learn to run from it quickly. As found in, in the case of Joseph in the book of Genesis chapter 39 verses 6 through 15. I'm going to read this one from not the New King James but the New Living Translation so it's going to read a little different because I, I want you to really get the gist of this narrative. Genesis 39, 6b through 15. You got to learn to run. You know why you get burnt and in a mess in a lifetime of recovery? You didn't run. Now, when you find it, say amen. Now, from the New Living, New, New Living Translation, look, Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man. He was a pretty boy. Okay? I'm just going to break it down to you. He's a pretty boy. And Potiphar's wife, Mrs. Potiphar, soon began to look at this pretty boy, Joseph, lustfully. Come and sleep with me, Joseph. Sleep? Now, they ain't talking about snoring. I hope y'all know that. Isn't this? A, they ain't talking about snoring. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. That, she's saying come and have sex with me. She demanded. But Joseph refused. Man, that's strong. Boy, boy, boy. I bet she was pretty too. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her. He said, now straight. My master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you, Mrs. Potiphar. Because you are his wife. He calls out. What you coming at me asking, want me to sleep with you? You need to ask your husband to sleep with you. You better go to Mr. Potiphar. How many of y'all could have done that, men? I wonder how many Josephs are in the house today. How could I? Look what he says. Look what Joseph says. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. Wow. Against God. Look at verse 10. Underline this. It's critical. She kept putting pressure on pretty boy Joseph day after day. You know what he wants to do? He wants to wear you down. That's what he does. Day by day. You know, you, you win one day. Oh, I won. I whipped the devil. I didn't yell. Oh, you better be girded up. You better be strengthening yourself because he's coming back. But look, but he refused to sleep with her and he kept out of her way as much as possible trying to do his work. One day, however, underline this, underline this. No one else was around when he went in to do his work. You know, the greatest temptations comes when no one else is around. <laughs> it's, it's when the wife is gone on a, 
on a trip and the husband's keeping the house. Huh? When children are at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in that counseling appointment. Verse 12. She came. This woman was in heat. <laughs> I, I mean, she, that's all, that was her problem. Come on, let's just get Come on here. The Bible is exciting. This is a narrative. This is a soap opera right here, but it's truth. She, I'm making it plain. She, look what she do. Look what Miss Potiphar does. Look what she does. She came and grabbed him by his cloak. His cloak. Demanding, come and have sex with me. Joseph tore himself away. But he left the cloak, the clothes in her hand as he ran from the house. He what? He didn't walk. He didn't skip. He didn't drag his feet. He what? He what? He what? Verse 13. Uh Uh-oh. When she saw that she was holding his cloak and he had fled. She called out to her servant. <laughs> Soon all the men came running. Look, she said, my, my, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. <laughs> he came into my room. Now she lying. She came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. She screamed. When he heard, when he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. I want to tell y'all something. You will not win the battle over temptation if you don't take protective measures. Mrs. Potiphar is not the only woman that that knows how to lie and scream. That's right. That's right. A whole lot of folk in jail because of lies and screams. And Joseph ended up in jail innocent, but God was with him. <laughs> let me give you some protective measures and then I'll be through. I'll leave y'all alone till next Sunday. The Lord, let me preach it. Number one. Some protective measures to help you from yielding. Guard against putting sexual explicit images before your eyes. Okay? Psalms 101 verse 3 from the New Living Translation. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. You know why some of y'all can't stand? Because you got all them sexually explicit images on videos and televisions and screens and computers and all on websites and things and then you wonder why you slipping and sliding all over the place it's because of what you putting before your eyes now I want you to hear me well say I'm listening listening. say a little bit louder there are times when you have no control over the first look But the second look is on you. 
things will come up and you look and say, oh, oh, oh. Then do it. <laughs> now, when you start, move on. Number two. Number two. Y- y'all in them offices. Keep your office doors open as much as possible. Keep them open. That's right. Much as possible. My son teaches at Kitty Hawk. And I used to be a, I, I taught school and I taught him as, to share some things with him as we began to teach a few years ago. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you what my supervising teacher told me. Listen, you keep that door open. I don't care if it's two boys in there, girl or boy, 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 keep that door open as much as you can because nothing can stop those kids from lying on you. Keep door open. Don't let, don't, don't, don't you write, don't you pick, I don't care if it's right, I don't care, I don't care <laughs> if it's hailing outside and those kids saying, give me a ride, Mr. Draper, you drive on and pray for them. That's right. Because all they got to do is say, you touch me in that car inappropriately, your job gone, you in jail, and say la vie. <laughs> now, don't, don't, don't look at me like I'm talking French. <laughs> Keep the doors open. I told him, my teacher told me when I got ready to teach years ago, listen, two girls, listen, now, a, a, a woman teacher can go in a bathroom and break up boys fighting. But a male teacher can't go in a girl's restroom and break up a girl's fight. He said, let them kill each other, but don't you go in there. <laughs> I told him that. You can go ask him. There he is. He's sitting right there. I told him that. If they killing each other, you go get somebody else, but don't you go in there. I'm trying to help somebody. Keep your office doors open as much as possible. Number three, refuse to ride in the car with the opposite sex alone. Yeah, well, but I've been knowing her. We're not going to do nothing. Abstain from the appearance of evil. Okay? All right, number four. Satan loves to exploit business lunches with the opposite sex in the name of business. Therefore, be wise and take precautions. Whole lot of hellish stuff happen in the name of of business. Number five, Satan loves secrecy and hates transparency. Now that's a big one. He loves secret. I mean, you watch those folks that's secret. They got all the secret. That's secret. Huh, secret. None of your business. None of your business. Oh yeah, there's some business going on. <laughs> if if you're married, say those you are married, say I'm married. Be accountable to your spouse. Let them know who you are emailing, who you are texting, tweeting, and see your cell phone contact list should they ask. Even if you are single, if you're single, say I'm single. Get you a spiritually mature accountability partner of your same sex who can keep, amen, who can keep confidentiality to help keep you from falling into sexual immorality. All right. Be sure your sins will find you out. Your being caught is only a matter of time. 
Stop, turn around, and don't drown in your sins. Do like Joseph and run, run, run. You run for the sake of your holiness. You run for the sake of your integrity. You run for the sake of your reputation. You run for the sake of your character. You run for the sake of your marriage. You run for the sake of your children. You run to keep from paying high attorney fees. You run from keep from paying child support. Listen, when you pay that baby long enough, you, uh, when you see what folk are paying, you want to run. run. A whole lot of folk in jail because they didn't run. You better run and keep you from baby mama drama. Run, run, run for the sake of your precious anointing from God. Run lest sin ruin you. Run lest sin destroy you. Run lest you die in your sin. Like Joseph, run, 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 and run. And all God's children said, God bless you. God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. Nothing catches him by surprise. He is always ready, willing, and able to hear us, answer our prayers, and sustain us. When we call upon the Lord, Satan will flee, because he and his limited power can in no way stand in the presence of our power source. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located directly at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.